Good morning. It's Monday, November 30th. I'm Lucas Dixon, and here are today's headlines from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Our top story. Mounting political strain between Governor Brian Kemp and Donald Trump reached a new phase on Sunday when the president said he was ashamed that he endorsed the fellow Republican in a tight race for governor in 2018. Trump's remarks came during a Fox News interview on his false claims of rampant voter fraud in Georgia, which Joe Biden captured by less than 13,000 votes. Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger certified the vote on November 20th, refuting Trump's claims, and hours later Kemp signed his approval. The governor has done nothing, Trump said. He's done absolutely nothing. I'm ashamed that I endorsed him. It further highlights the fractious Republican infighting in Georgia ahead of January 5th runoffs that will decide control of the U.S. Senate. And the swipe could haunt Kemp through the 2022 midterms when he's gearing up to face Stacey Abrams in a likely rematch. In other election news, counting in some metro Atlanta counties resumes Monday as the presidential recount in Georgia begins to wind down. Workers in Cobb, DeKalb, and Gwinnett counties were set to begin counting again Monday. Work continued in Fulton County on Sunday, and the county expects to finish its count on Monday, spokesman Daryl Carver said. Clayton County finished its recount Sunday. Georgia's 159 counties were given until midnight Wednesday to complete the work. It's the third count in the presidential election. In the first tally, Joe Biden defeated incumbent President Donald Trump by about 14,000 votes. In an audit ordered by Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, in which votes were recounted by hand, Biden's lead narrowed to 12,670 out of some 5 million ballots cast after several counties discovered they had not tallied thousands of ballots. In virus news, in early November, the Georgia Department of Public Health started publishing daily counts of probable coronavirus cases detected by rapid antigen tests on its closely watched COVID-19 dashboard. But as more and more Georgians rely on antigen tests, DPH's dashboard still doesn't include daily results for these tests in its statewide or county-level charts and maps of positive cases. Nor do antigen positives figure into the calculations for state and county new case rates on the dashboard which school systems, businesses, and families rely on to assess risk. The lack of consistent reporting on a website that state leaders have pitched to residents as their go-to place for the latest data, critics say, provides an incomplete rendering of the virus's march through Georgia as cases climb. And finally, a 14-year-old boy was injured and another boy was detained Saturday evening after a fight involving more than 300 teens broke out at Atlantic Station. Officers were sent to the location about 6.30 p.m. after someone reported a large crowd near the shopping destination's bowling alley, Atlanta police said in a statement. When police arrived, they found hundreds of juveniles brawling. Investigators determined the boys had gathered to fight in what was an ongoing dispute. More officers were called to the scene to help disperse the crowd, police said. Several boys ran away once police arrived, but officers detained one teen who they said was primary aggressor in the physical dispute. The injured 14-year-old was taken to a hospital. His condition is not clear. An investigation is ongoing. That's all for today. Check back each weekday morning for more from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution or go to AJC.com. Have a great day.